Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 85, Covers and Crudités. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie Rosie and Jessica's Jessica's Day Day of Fun. We've just been discussing in our pre-show rambles the late August uh, sweat weather that's happened. I love late August sweat weather. I don't. I hate it. It's awful. Although, yesterday I had what can only be described as a siesta. Fell asleep for three (laughs) hours in the late afternoon. With your sombrero over your face. And it was marvellous. I don't like sleeping in the day because whenever you wake up, you wake up in the wrong time of your sleep cycle and it is the worst feeling. But no, actually, like disoriented, groggy, slightly ugh. vomity, just hateful, hateful. A bit confused and a bit not quite right. But I woke up and it was really warm, but in a nice way. And my brain was slightly fuzzy, but in a nice way. And I just felt like a hug. Felt like a human hug, woman. Okay, good. Just me. And then I realised it was good I'd woken up because uh, almost housemate Lucy was arriving in about half an hour. And then I had to say, "I have nothing to feed you." Oh no. So we had cake for dinner. Nice. Pertinent to later Bake Off chat. Well, of course. Uh, also, I have blue hair again, and I was described as looking like a sexy raven yesterday. What bird are you? Well, I'm a flamingo, and uh, I didn't ask what bird you are. I said, what bird are you? I'm a raven. I'm a raven, Jessica. There you go. Now I'm going to stop. We're a minute in, but I'm going to go and watch me and Skin and bye. This was lovely. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> I'm about 45 minutes work off from handing in my dissertation. That 45 minutes work will probably fill the next five days. Yep, yep. Existence. That and watching very specific activities in the Olympics, which is now over. (laughs) Yes, gymnastics. Gymnastics. I got so caught up in Simone Biles et al. that I forgot that we got rhythmic gymnastics in the last weekend. I had a lovely day on Sunday. I did absolutely nothing except watch... The Olympics and Amazing. sit on my bottom. All the time people expend on tedious white men in Marvel movies and all the money they spend on graphics and fighty stuff. And I was just watching these tiny women just do it all. Like, they didn't need wire work. They were just. Nope. Imagine if Marvel's Avengers were the US gymnastics team. Yeah. I'd watch the heck out of that. Laurie Hernandez is a little like a wink in her amazing eyeliner. The Chinese uniforms, they, they all had glittery so eyeliner, um, which I really liked from them, that they'd gone for the glitter route. All I'm interested in is long-distance athletics and gymnastics. Yeah. And figure skating, but unfortunately we have to wait for that. I, I prefer the Winter Olympics on the whole. Yeah, because then I can That's watch bobsleds. Bobsleds, uh, I like the snowboarding, the fancy snowboarding, and I like the snowboard racing. I like ice skating, figure skating. Who's the American one? Is she called... Meryl, and she looks exactly like a Disney princess. Yes, she looks like Megara. Yes, Yes. she's got the straightest, longest nose. She's so entrancingly, cartoonishly beautiful. Yes. And she's an amazing figure skater. But mainly, she's got the most amazing nose. Uh, I quite like the Olympics. I will be interested to see how much of the Paralympics actually takes place. Um, Did you know that uh, disabled people are an optional extra? We're like the sauce you get on your subway foot long. Do you want it? Do you not? You don't have to have this, apparently. Why would it not take place if it's all set up already? Have I missed? I've missed something. Oh, they've just cut an enormous amount from the budget because apparently they've sold no tickets, and they thought we've just we'll just cut it all because um, turns out we actually did really well at the Paralympics in making it a big deal, 
and it wasn't just like a sports day whereas Rio are kind of like eh. they and they have to really? they already have to start dismantling one of the stadiums which makes no sense isn't one of the one of the criteria for getting the Olympics something to do with like legacy and legacy like building these stadiums and for like, future generations and yeah I don't so know. then playing them to like Sheffield Wednesday and stuff West Ham but yeah Aston Villa, I can remember. One of them. One of these football. One of them. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, but I'll still be watching. Good. Because um, Paralympic basketball, we'll watch that. Yes, a little bit of murder ball is always great fun. But uh, we've accidentally done really well. It's kind of embarrassing, especially as how nonsensical Britain has been on the international stage this year. It's kind of like, oh, and now we're going to turn up and be good at the, at least we should be crap at the Olympics because we've been so <laughs> yeah. crap at everything else. But at least now we we're can really, hold like, on to... St- Still being rubbish at sport. Oh, but God, now we're like thing. being smug, so we've ruined it for everyone, and then we turn up and get loads of medals. I'm ashamed right now of how well we've done. <laughs> who, who even are we? I don't know. Reigning Olympic cricket champions, that's who we are. Yes, that's Thanks, all we 1912. Hey, that still stands. Blue hair and, and in and out Olympics watching has been the order of the day, Shay Rosie. Well, I have been to a festival. Uh, that was really yes, good. That's quite a big deal. Yeah, had a lovely old weekend. Hope the camping tips were useful, guys. The weather was perfect. The music was excellent. Food, good. Wedges, to an enthusiastic two thumbs up. The beer was obviously excellent. I don't know if we've explained previously, but at Cropperty Festival, they park a tanker. Seems like the wrong word. It's like an, but, it looks like an know, oil tanker. It's like an oil tanker, you know, with the big, the big truck that is a big, massive cylinder, and it's obviously what they, what you would put beer or cider in to transport it from brewery to wherever it's going. Uh, and they park two of those down the side of the field and just link them up to the taps. One with Wadworth Six X and one with cider in it, I believe. I believe one of them cider. So that's tremendous. Uh, and the music was good. I had a lovely time. I have, I have so much more intro. I apologise. So we went to the Langham for tea last week because it was our mum's birthday. Oh, yeah. That was super lovely. I've had the week off work, so I've just been sort of hanging out being groovy. Thank you for reminding me of all the stuff I've done because I have hand in brain. Some of the stuff on my list, in fact, a lot of the stuff on my list uh, is the stuff I did with you. So I'll, uh, I'll just fill in on what Rosie's been doing this week. Well, OK. Uh, we, went, we went to the Langham for tea and we had a lovely old time. What I'm saying is I've got a deadline and my brain is now made of... I can't eat cottage even... cheese. Yeah, it's all right. Leave it with me. I shall fill in the. Uh, fill Tell in me the what I've done. Who am I? If you have never had a tiny savoury ice cream cone filled with hummus, you have not lived, my friends. Then I have not lived. <clears throat> They're amazing. Slightly fraught with danger when you have to actually eat them, but so good. Mm. I stayed with you. I, I came to a sleepover. Oh my god, you did. I mean, that feels like a long time ago now. We had a lovely curry that you'd cooked the night before. Thank you. I'm so pleased with that curry. I did all of my uh, festival washing while I was there, hung it up on a washing line. That was very nice. Yeah, that was great. And most importantly, we watched seven episodes of Supergirl. Yes. Which (laughs) was just so enjoyable. Favourite moment, apart from like the... The, the righteousness and the crime fighting and the yay isn't Supergirl great was um, Callista Flockhart's character Cat Grant uh, exiting in an elevator on the phone to somebody and saying tell Harrison Ford I don't care how many times he asks I don't go out with older men especially those who are married just totes hella yeah that was amazing I love Callista Flockhart in that I love Callista so Flockhart much. in that I want all of her enormous glasses yes and I love the episode with Barry the Flash Yes, that was delightful. My favourite thing is the photo shoot of Supergirl with the Daisy Scouts holding a puppy. And a puppy. Puppy! 
And also, I had a tea party on Saturday. Yes, I went to that as well. Because I was having people over to see the new kitchen. It's kitchen warming. It's kitchen warming. And uh, I have painted said kitchen yellow. It's very cool. And I decided that I would also, on a whim, redecorate the bathroom. Not entirely on a whim, I've been thinking about it. But I would redecorate the bathroom as well. So I've painted my bathroom, my small-ish windowless bathroom, I've painted grey. When I first did it, I thought, oh, I've made a huge mistake. No, it works so well. Because the first coat looked shocking. Well, yes, I didn't want to say that when you sent me that photo, but I knew it was the oh, that's, first coat. That's why I sent you that photo, because it looked so crazy. It also, I don't know why, the first coat in comparison to the where it's patchy, it looked a lot darker and it made the whole room look a lot darker. Um, but once it, it goes on smoothly, uh, it, it's, it's fine. I wasn't at any point worried. But uh, it definitely looks better now. It's got three coats on it. I might just... be tripping on paint fumes because we've had one of the rooms in this house stripped and painted in preparation for imminent housemate arrival. That's exciting. And there was a point where I thought, I've got a contact high. I've got a contact high. I have to leave the house. I love the smell of paint, though. Just smells so fresh. and So that's what I've been... Oh, and I had a lovely day out on Monday. I went to Hall Place in Bexley. Oh, and... yeah. I saw a little girl playing grandmother's footsteps with her literal grandmother and grandfather, which was adorable. And then I had a wander about and I got in half price because I'm a member of the National Trust. And if you do gift aid, they give you a receipt to return any time within a year. And they have a butterfly house and they have like a, a, a hot house botanical gardens bit, which I didn't go to because I was sort of, I've been there for a while, but I knew that I could go back any time. And actually those ones are free to get into. That's so and cool. They have a little river and formal gardens and big kind of parky gardens. And if and you're a child, you could have gone to fairy school. I could have gone to fairy school. I mean, that was more just like a summer holiday activity in the in the borough that happened to be taking place in the... Yeah, I know, but it's called fairy school and you were sending me the most amazing series. I was... just was a really nice set of texts to receive. Good. <laughs> because you were clearly having such a nice day out. So I sent Rosie some pictures of some geese. I sent you some pictures of... Some flowers. I did that brass rubbing. I'm really excited to not be writing a dissertation anymore. I can imagine. I can imagine. And then I'm so excited. I'm going to meet a cat on Saturday, and then I get a new housemate on Sunday, and then on Monday I'm going swimming in King's Cross in an art installation pond. Amazing. It sounds like your little staycation has been amazing. Bake Off chat. chat. Peacock dreams. So, what did you think of Bake Off, Rosie? Just FYI listeners, Bake Off is back. If you haven't seen it yet... Sort your life out. I mean, spoiler alert, obviously. Bridges Series 7, which will probably be American Season Minus 8 or something, with your bizarre out-of-order viewings. Yeah, uh, out. Dear American listeners are actually on the Bake Off wagon, but, I mean, more so than ever because of PBS. But Bake Off is back, and uh, as we've, we've made reference to, 2016 has been um, the worst, and Britain has deserve nothing but bad things but now we've got a good thing and we're all really happy because Bake Off is back yes now we can restake our claim in the in a tent yes whimsy and quaintness now this was the first episode so as usual it was cake week now I did watch it all but I'd had two glasses of pink wine so I have a vague recollection of what had happened uh, who who are your early favourites it's always hard to tell in the first week because there are about a million people but you can still get a gleaning it's very hard to tell, and you instantly can't remember any of them. I really like Benjamina. Yes, I loved her lurking at the back. I love the—they always have a youngish woman who is nervous but very happy. 
Yes. She was filling that role. I really like Candice because she was beautifully turned out. Her Cupid's bow in her dark lipstick. Oh, strong lipstick work from Candice. You could cut yourself on it. As somebody who naturally has almost no defined Cupid's bow, so whenever I wear lipstick, I end up with the 40s, the Lucille Ball smear, where like it's a unilip. Yeah. So I really appreciate a strong Cupid's bow. And also beautifully presented kind of bunt cake. Yes, that looked lovely. Selassie, who was robbed, if you ask me, of Starbaker. Yeah, I thought he, he had this in the bag. I thought it was like a no-brainer. Obviously, he's got Starbaker. And then, no, he hasn't. But I couldn't really remember what Jane, who did get Starbaker, couldn't remember how she'd done. Because he came top in technical, and she came third? Middle of the pack. I, I wonder whether it went back to their lemon drizzles, by which point you're still sort of so overweight. Oh, I don't really know who anyone is. Yeah, they whip through them a bit. And the, obviously, because there are 12 of them, they be, they do show everyone's um, judging. You get a, a few sort of sound bites from each one. Yeah, I guess Mitch, you must have just pipped him at that one. But uh, they, I guess they really liked her um, showstopper. And she she did get the mirror shine on hers, which was technically the brief, although his was beautiful and delicious. Mm he was lacking the really like um glossy finish which was sort of the the point it looked beautiful but it didn't have that fresh gloss pit like wet nail varnish look i also quite like val she was the one who listens to her cakes yes and does keep fit while she's baking oh what a woman we loved her she was jolly in a slightly frightening and chaotic sense yeah but i think she once she calms down a bit She'll be great. What I was most impressed by was that the challenges were foods we'd heard of. Yes. They weren't all these kind of Louboutin, Korea, Hoodly Watsits. I've eaten Jaffa cakes. I mean, surprisingly, it seemed that some of them had never seen a Jaffa cake in their life. They were so confused. What what way up do they go? How does the the jelly go? How big should the jelly be? Where should the chocolate... Have you... Have you seen a Jaffa cake before? Yeah. Make make it look like that. And obviously maybe. they were slightly bigger because they were baked like a uh, muffin. Yeah, they were bigger and and it is more stressful when you're actually in the tent and you've got the hour and a half to do it. Going, but is it upside down? You know what a Jaffa cake looks like. And and it was just so nice that, you know, they went, well, we're kind of going back to basics. And they were, you know, saying do a lemon drizzle cake, do a Jaffa cake and then a mirror glaze. Although it's difficult, it's a kind of a thing you can work out. Yes. And next week, it looks like the technical challenge is Viennese Worlds. So I think they've worked out that they need to stop being ludicrous. They've gone back to, well, Paul Hollywood did say yesterday, things have started to get more and more complicated and um, we've made it a bit more simple. But they are obviously going to be judging people very very closely because if it's a more simple um, thing to make, then... Obviously, the standard has to be very high. Obviously, you could see why it was. It's like, well, we've done Victoria sponge cakes. They don't want to keep repeating things, and things do get harder uh, because of the popularity of Bake Off and things like this. It's it's now very normal for people to be able to do ridiculous things just at home on a whim. Tuesday evening, it's like, well, I might just knock up a, a three-tier Kate. Genoese thing with this and those on top and that. Doesn't a rubbery Genoese make a very satisfying noise when it hits the side of a marquee? Fabulous, yeah, yeah. Like a lovely discus. Folded in half, beautiful. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a sign that that cake didn't shouldn't be eaten. It shouldn't fold that way. <laughs> An air of crumpetiness to it. Song! My song this week is Happy Together by the Turtles. That's a great song. Thanks. That is a great, great song. Yeah. Top fives! Top fives! This week, we are doing cover versions. Everyone knows what that means. Somebody wrote a song, someone else did it afterwards. That's that, really. Yeah, very good. There we go. See you later. 
Now, you have a criterion. Yes. Uh, the original has to be as well known as the cover. So it's no good having something that you love and they go, oh my God, I didn't realise that this was not them. It has to be clearly a cover version from the off, not just a, an update that you, you aren't really aware of. That's the deal. You're up first. I'm up first. It's an odd week. It's a very odd week. So my list is uh, number one in a surprise to nobody letters to Cleo performing I Want You to Want Me Mm. by Cheap Trick or originally made known by Cheap Trick from on top of the roof at the end of 10 Things I Hate About You is really where we all know that from let's be honest classic number two is Johnny Cash performing Hurt originally made famous by Nine Inch Nails that's a good version yeah it is Um, I hurt myself I love the way the piano just like builds up and builds up and it like crescendos throughout that like it starts at the very beginning of the song, and I can only imagine okay. that the sheet music just has a just has a crescendo sign going along the whole thing, and by the end, it's just massive. Joey Ramone performing a "Wonderful World" originally by Louis Armstrong from the Gilmore Girls soundtrack. From the Gilmore Girls soundtrack. I yeah. know your game. It's actually on the Gilmore Girls soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Cool. It turns up in my Spotify list every so often. It's after Luke makes a hole in the wall with a sledgehammer, and then tells Jess to finish the DIY, and then they can hold hands and skip. And then he pushes them in the lake. Brilliant. Aretha Franklin, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, original by Otis Redding. Is it? Yeah. We'd, we've yeah. all learnt. We've all learnt something. This is not meeting the criteria for Rosie, but it is for me. Uh, yeah, originally it was from the, the man's point of view, and it was it was still when he comes home. He's like, I'm off on tour doing my musical thing. Like, what you get up to? But when I'm actually here, could you be nice to me? And then number five. No. Oh. St- stick with me. Meatloaf, it's all coming back to me now by Celine Dion. <laughs> I heard it years ago and I don't think I ever really twigged what it was and then I heard it again the other week and it's like, this is, this is actually brilliant. Meatloaf covering Celine Dion or Celine Dion covering... Cover- no, no, Meatloaf is the cover version. It's all coming back to me now, Celine Dion. When you spur like this, when you hold me like that. Wow. Yeah. Those are my top fives. Yeah, right. Number one. I should say that mine are basically all indie covers of other songs. And yes, brilliant, yes. It is a very niche thing because I didn't want to go for like, this is the top five cover versions ever. These are my top five cover versions. Yeah, that's what I sort of, I started and I was like, but wait, but are they? But wait, I you know, saw my, mine so is a bit of a, a It's mix. not just like, oh, Tainted Love, did you know ten Number one, Arctic Monkeys, Love Machine, cut by oh. Girls Aloud originally, but then they do a version of Love Machine by Girls Aloud. I'm just a love machine. I, I love that version. That's great fun. Number two is Travis and or Richard Thompson covering Britney. Travis doing Baby One More Time, Richard Thompson doing Oops, I Did It Again as a kind of acoustic thing. Oh my God, I'd forgotten that. That was amazing. Number three. Number three. The Scissor Sisters Comfortably Numb. I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh, it's great because it's the song Comfortably Numb, but as a disco. Hello, hello, is there anybody in the- You have to stop picking musical top fives because you know what happens (laughs) because you sing at me just not if you can hear me number four number four the papini sisters walk like an egyptian how did you not include anything by them um yeah i did think of that but then i went to go for things that were more well known oh well the papini sisters do amazing uh close three-part harmony covers of pop songs and their version of walk like an egyptian is astonishing number five Number five. Sweet Child of Mine by Taken by Trees. Now. I've not heard that version. One has to be careful with what I will refer to as John Lewis Christmas covers. 
yes. slash the breathy. Oh, I'm a woman with a breathy voice. I'm singing a version of a song. Be- so for once in my life, let me get what I want. It would be the first time. Any song, just because you're a breathy woman with either a twinkly piano or an acoustic guitar, doesn't mean you should cover it. Uh, however, this version still has a bit of a heft to it and is a piano version sung by a woman of Sweet Child O' oh Mine. Um, let's do some honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. Say Ferris, Common Eileen, Dexys Midnight Runners. Down Eileen to Lurie. Um, oh, on. Franz Ferdinand, What You Waiting For? by oh yeah that's Ren good Stefani, which briefly briefly goes and into... he's not all on the same cd that we got free with like enemy or something no, or... i went through the track listing of that cd and only one of these songs is on there <laughs> uh, it briefly goes into white wedding by billy idol yes it does they blend beautifully Start again. oh that's sung by mr arts capranus beautiful stuff muse feeling good yes that's very strong that's on my list the donners dancing by myself dancing with myself sorry which i forgot to find the original band name so oh, I can... what's that um and i meant every word i said it's um reo speedwagon reo speedwagon keep on loving and you i'm by gonna the keep on loving you um which the only thing is i know the donners version so well and the timing is not the same for some of the phrasing and it's so painful for me to listen to it obviously like it's a great song but it's quite painful for me to listen to reo speedwagon because my brain tries to get to some of the bits like faster or slower than they than they do and i'm like no you should I, keep on uh, um okay right the version uh, of I Started a Joke by Becky Hansen that was on the first Suicide Squad trailer. It's a really bad film, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's a really good song. And it's that trailer and the use of that song that was so effective that kind of set the part of the garbage train rolling because they were like, well, people really like this trailer, so let's get these trailer people in to recut the film. And that was a small part of a huge problem. The Obviously, the Tra- trailer right, people. The trailer people. <laughs> yeah, that We was... call them caravan people. Uh, but, I mean... Oh my god, I did not mention it in the intro because I knew this would happen, but Suicide Squad was not a good film, but it is a bad one. Um, and <laughs> the, mm, Why does he have no eyebrows? I don't know. So mo- let's move on, move on, Jessica. Let's move on. Let's move can on. I can close this Wikipedia search, uh, this Google search for who sang the cover, which I can see a lot of Jared Leto on. Oh. He uh, had no okay. eyebrows! Jeff Barkley, Hallelujah, Lenny Kern. Oh, because... <sighs> Rufus Wainwright uh, said that he, he'd recorded his version of Hallelujah and then about two weeks later he heard the Jeff Buckley one he's like if I'd known that was coming I wouldn't have bothered <laughs> um, Rufus Wainwright Bewitched, Bothered and Bewildered Rufus Wainwright does Judy the whole album Martha Wainwright's Edith Piaf album the whole album all of the Life Aquatic covers by So George of David Bowie from the Life Aquatic soundtrack those are three kind of cover albums cool um, Joe Cocker with a little help from my friends by the Beatles on the piano. awesome I mean it's just, I'm not just trying to add colour Crazy in Love by the Pepini Sisters, that's very good. Lemonheads, Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel. And um, anything by Hasey Dixie. I saw them last week and they are hilarious. But we'll go with um, Highway to Hell. Patron of the week. This week's patron of the week is Sophie Brookover. 
beloved dame and transatlantic chosen sister, Sophie is so good at braid crowns that she has actually been crowned the queen of all braid crowns. She is a powerful librarian, a great mama, and once posted as cakes, so really we can't put into words how great she is. Thanks, Sophie! If you too would like to receive a whole lump of custom praise from Rosie and Jessica, then you can support our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica. Patron of the week! Song! Oh, right. What's your song, Rosie? My song is not a cover version. I did not theme it. My song was going to be the I Started a Joke thing, but I thought I couldn't elevate anything to do with that film to a height. Let's move on. My song is called Siri Open Tinder. It is by a Childbirth from the album Women's Rights. I'm here for this theming. And it's <laughs> a song about, it's like, Jim Bro, swipe left, traveling, swipe left. It's a cool Riot Girl song about all the people we swipe left on. on, on. Siri, open Tinder. It's great. Snack of the day. My snack of the day is not really a snack. It's more of a side dish. But it's fried courgettes. You know when you cut them into slices and then you fry them? Oh, because I did them as courgette tips and but like battered them. That's it. Oh, courgette tempura is really good. Got them for supper on Monday. And again, leftover yesterday in a little Tupperware that I took to work. And it was amazing because it tasted like uh, my childhood because we used to grow courgettes on the allotment and right. then we would chop them and fry them. And I hadn't done that for about oh, 15, love... 15 yeah, years. Chop it thin like you fry them in butter. Yeah, I use rapeseed oil. But... My snack is hog rolls. They were 85p reduced in Marks & Spencer's so sausage rolls, but they're made of hog. Nice. Back rolls. That's a reference for our RuPaul's Drag Race friends. Needle and fed. Needle and fed. Made a courgette cake. There's a theme, but I've talked about that before. Made a banana Nutella loaf. Lobe. Loaf. Loaf. But I've talked about that before. I've baked two cakes and made a curry. And I'm going to make a sausage stew. I've not done much. I've been knitting my Belmont cardigan. I finished the ribbing. Cool. How's it going? Really well, thanks. Excellent. I think it's the right size. Don't want to talk about it, really. Um, <laughs> the Fair next enough. row, the pattern says um, decrease 10 stitches evenly across the row, but you have to do the maths for that. Surely she could have done the maths oh. for the different sizes. It's not that difficult to divide by 11. But, you know, I can do that, but I have to think, so I don't really want to do it until I've done some thinking. A pencil and yeah. paper will be required. Yeah, maybe finish your dissertation first. 45 minutes. Not much else, other crafty stuff. Cool. I made a coffee and walnut cake, like um, sandwich cake. It was delicious. Oh, no, I didn't eat any of it. It looked great. A regular vanilla frosting. I put a picture of it on Instagram. So it was a coffee sponge um, with just regular frosting and then uh, like buttercream. And then um, I did uh, walnuts around the edge of each layer of the frost of the buttercream. Mm-hmm. Partly, as I, explained, as I was explaining to Rosie on Saturday, they add structural integrity to it because the rise on these cakes is always quite impressive. Um, but the domed effect of having to put the stack the top one on the bottom one means that uh, they're liable to cracking because the, they're quite hefty. So the weight of the uh, the top layer wants to sink down to meet the bottom layer where it's lower at the edges. So if you spread the buttercream so it's thicker around the edges and then put in some walnuts it kind of adds an extra bit for them to stay up on and then you don't get a cracked cake which nobody wants and then um, walnuts around the edge in a pretty manner and I also made some orange butterfly cakes they were amazing Uh, I made them in muffin cases so they were pretty I mean they were deeply hard to eat you just don't have enough practice in eating cakes in one go (laughs) 
I had to unhinge my jaw like a reptile. Yeah, I did go to bite into it and I was like, this is like the limit of how big a cake can be because I can't get it in my face. <laughs> you have to eat the wings first so it can't fly away. Um, and then you just, just sort of stick your face in it. But it had orange essence in the um, sponge and in the buttercream. And I coloured the buttercream a little bit orange as well to make it look like a kind of... I mean, that's what I imagine a creamsicle looks like. I've never eaten a creamsicle. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Oi! Pangolins are my new favourite animal. Oh my god, they're amazing. I didn't even know they existed until yesterday. And then I obviously had to retweet your retweet. I thought somebody had done like a CGI Pokemon thing. It's like, oh my god, that's a real animal. They're called pangolins, and they look very apologetic, but they're adorable. <laughs> oh, they're really funny. Also on Twitter, somebody suggested using the hashtag 1930 superhero casting. Oh my gosh, it's so strong. So strong. I know it's coming, and I'm so excited. Fred I Astaire wish it was real. And Ginger Rogers is the Joker and Harley Quinn. Molto bene! It's perfect. It's so perfect. And the picture they've got to illustrate it, and he's got this big smile, and she's kind of got a, like a weird, slightly veiled hat on. <sighs> yeah, from the end of Swing Time, uh, just after she's not married the pompous band leader. And the reason they're, they're pointing and laughing in the picture is because they are pointing and laughing at the pompous band leader, who is having to wear his valet's trousers because Fred Astaire's character, Lucky, had convinced him that um, he was making a terrible error about to get married in his own trousers because they didn't have turn-ups on them. So he sends them to the emergency tailor, um, and then realises that they're not going to come back in time, so he borrows his valet's trousers to go out and find out what earth's going on, but they're way too big for him, it's hilarious. From Cropperty last week, a version of... Well, they do a cover version, actually, but it's kind of a parody, so it's not really a cover version at all, of um, Gaudete by Steel Eye Span, except it's a snog about snack foods, and it's called Crudete, and it's really funny. And I also have... Um, a video of the Pierce brothers who were super delightful at Cropperty last week. There were two Australian brothers and um, they had been on tour in Europe for three months and Cropperty was their last gig and then they were flying home. And I think they were a bit tired and a bit homesick. Like they'd had a good time, but they were they were ready to be going home. And um, they just had the best afternoon, which meant that everyone had the best afternoon. And we were the biggest crowd they'd ever played to. And I think they were a bit surprised at how many people were there. And everyone was just going nuts for them. And they were like quite overwhelmed by the whole thing. And they went off and they came back and they did an encore, um, which you don't always get um, for, for the afternoon acts. And um, they, they sang a song called Flying Home about the fact that they're going to be flying home. And while they're doing that, the red arrows flew over like completely by chance, just on their way home somewhere. Um, and everyone, suddenly the whole crowd was like pointing at them and then the boys could see them. It was really nice. So I have um, a link to a little video that their um, tour manager filmed actually from backstage. And then you can like follow the links to find their interviews for Radio Oxfordshire and stuff. And that was super cool. And I thought of another cover version. Gilmore Roberts did Poison by Alice Cooper. That's a great There's a video for that one. It is a great song. Our, our beloved friend of the show, Grace. Yes. Not just a podcast. No, no, not just a podcast. A video podcast about knitting. It's so lovely. It's the nicest thing. It's 20 minutes long, and I would quite happily have watched it about four times the first day I saw it. So you can find her website. She's the knitting goddess with a cat, and she's at littleminky93 on Instagram and Twitter. And she does a video podcast, and it is adorable and informative and talented like and her knitting is so good it is so good and i can't wait to see more and yes she's great congratulations 
<laughs> How long have you been thinking of that one? Oh, I didn't know I was going to say it until I did. Oh, good work for you. Um, um, and our final thing that I want to mention in this is the amazing Julia at Tangerine Menagerie, which is her Etsy store. And this is... Um, I mean, it comes across as reciprocal marketing, but it's not. It's just a huge love and a, a massive appreciation because she makes these incredible brooches and they are so on brand for us. They are cute and quirky, acrylic, beautifully designed brooches. And she was super kind and sent us some, but not in uh, seeking advertising, but we just love them so much. We just want to tell we, everyone in the world. We wanted, we wanted to like, share. I wore my pie. I got a pineapple one. And I got a Cheshire cat. And I wore it the other day and I was super excited. Yeah, I've been wearing my Cheshire cat and it's got so many compliments and um, her work is so gorgeous and beautiful. And I keep looking at it and thinking, I want to buy the ball. Uh, so you should go and find her on Etsy and and patronize her. Yeah, they're just so gorgeous. So thank you so much to to Julia and and that everyone should just get badges from her because they're great. I love an I... email that's like I, I don't know if this is your vibe, but like you know um, I make kind of quirky yeah. brooches. Do you, like, do you like do you like quirky brooches? Do uh, I? I like my Etsy <laughs> wish list is as Jessica can attest from having looked at it this I, week. I looked at it yesterday the other day. It is literally sixty percent quirky brooches if and that might be uh, that's a low estimate that's a low estimate <laughs> so i i love pin badges i love beautiful like that kind of design uh acrylic jewelry is my favorite it's great awesome oh, it is warm isn't it it really is warm should your laptop burn your legs when it sits like yeah mine is, that... is scalding okay i thought there was something wrong with my either my computer or my legs i didn't know <laughs> Yes, I have one of the one of the two. One might have influenced the other. I don't know. Yeah, it's like some kind of science thing. I'm out. I don't understand science. That's great. I'm going to put that after the credits. I'm really hungry now. Yeah, I could do some more cake, but I ate it all whilst I was watching um, Bake Off. I was like, yeah, I've got two slices of cake left. I'm going to have like small slices. Um, so I'm going to have one, and then I can have the what next one for the tomorrow. And I was like, no, I'm going to have them both now. Get it in my face. Okay. That's your lot for this week. See you in an indeterminate amount of time. To find out more and to read show notes, find links and photos for this and past episodes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at the Day of Fun Show. Rosie and Jessica t-shirts are now available. You can shop for all your Day of Fun needs at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. And now you can become a monthly subscriber and support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun at our Patreon. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica. Thanks for listening.